Okay, my question of the day is, if you had moved to a different state, what state would you move Ooh, to? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, man. Well, Too hard? I no. would move to Hudson, Wisconsin, because <laughs> then I could still do what I'm doing, because I love Ew. No. what I do. Oh, wants to garbage. No, garbage gonna... answer. Um, You're just pandering. I just like what I do. Um, your Your current job is not on the table. Yeah, like. Just, okay, that's a good question. Yeah. So, turn job and on the table, I would say. Remove hmm. like family ties and stuff like that. I would like say. That. Virginia. Huh. Okay. Yeah, Virginia. Have you been there? Why? I used to live in Virginia. Oh. It's beautiful there. And not only is it beautiful there, it's close to just about everything on the east coast you can yeah get to atlanta in six Small and a half state. hours you can get to new york in six hours you get to philly pittsburgh dc there's a lot to do on the east coast if you live in virginia and it's they're really nice people there virginia's for lovers there used to be a bumper sticker of that in like the set. it's still the that's still <laughs> their it? slogan love it yeah love it so. i think virginia is one of the most underrated states in the country it's got everything. It's got coastline. It's got mountains, farms. Big time mountains. It's got the awesome federal government right there. Yes. It's fantastic. Um, I think if I had to choose a state, it would be New Hampshire. Ah. You guys would live so close to each other. Yes. New Hampshire and um, Virginia. It's about five hours. Well, it's somewhat close. You could still be besties. Yeah. It'd be like the same <laughs> Besties, life partners, <laughs> partners in life. Oh, no, it would Kale? be it would oh, be New Hampshire. I like that answer um, because be it's close to Boston. Uh, low tax burden for one thing. Why? Um, like, why is that a why factor? Why do you know that's a low tax burden? In New Hampshire? Because I knew it was low taxes, but I googled it to make sure I was right, and it's the number three <laughs> really lowest tax burden state. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So I would love to live there because right now I live in Minnesota, and it's one of the highest. Um, New Hampshire, I've been to New Hampshire a couple of times and honestly, I love it. Like if I ever got a job with the university of New Hampshire, ho men's hockey team, I would very seriously consider. Let's, let's job. make that happen. Let's make that happen. Wow. He doesn't yeah. want you here. No, like, Hey, no. it sounds like a dream job. So let's get him. Let's make his dreams come true. Yeah, Maine oh. would also be another one. I just like New England, man. Okay. What Maine. were you going to say to me? Uh, I want to know what your state is. Oh, I would probably pick like. Washington. Like Washington State? Really? The state of Washington? I thought that that was the coolest place ever. It's very nature -y. There's a lot of mountains. I just very like hilly. states with mountains. It's very hilly. All Western right. Washington or Eastern Washington? Um, Probably like a suburb of like Seattle, just because I like... Port Orchard or I like Bremerton. I the city of Seattle. Bellevue. It was Bellevue. just so... Tacoma. You I have strike no me idea. as a Bellevue kind of person. I don't know what that means. No, you strike me as a Tacoma kind of person. That's way out there, it's, though. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's like, no, it's not. It can't be way out there minutes. if it's part of the airport name. It's, it's like Seattle Tacoma minutes. International Airport. It's just like when you fly in there. SeaTac, bro. It's like, whoa, pine trees everywhere, mountains. Seattle is I thought cool. the Minnehaha Falls was like a big waterfall. Come on. Oh. I went to one waterfall in Washington, and I was like, oh, my God. Have you ever been to Portland? No. I feel like you would dig Portland. I probably would. I you, like. I like. I like hippie I like, towns. I like Portland a lot. I like hippie towns. 
Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool You guys are on the air. <laughs> we knew that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls high school hockey podcast located in the great state of Minnesota about the teams in that great state of Minnesota. My name is Peter Adney. I'm one half of the Her Ice duo along with my partner in crime, partner in life, and partner in, uh, I got to find something else to add to this intro. Partner at work. Um, partner at work, Tony Scott. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh-oh, here comes Kayla. Is he your work husband? Oh my gosh, that's so weird. No, I would have to come into the office more than once so a week to, to qualify for a work spouse. I also think, okay, soapbox time. I think the concept of a work spouse is actually kind of gross. It's super gross. And I think it's really disrespectful to your like, actual if you were like, significant If other. Jake came home and he was like, my work wife, I'd be like, barf. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. Like Laura, my fiance, has a bestie at work. His name is Jay, and he's a wonderful man. Uh, he and his husband, Jake, are two of the sweetest people I've ever met. But if she came home one day and started referring to somebody I didn't know as her work husband, there'd be problems. There would be. There'd be There'd be problems, mostly on my end, but, you know. I had uh, Debbie referred to one of the team managers when I coached in football as my uh, football wife. So she called. She uttered it. I didn't utter it. Was it a I woman? Was, I, you didn't utter it? Utter it. Excuse me. <laughs> I did not utter those words or even accept them, but she said it repeatedly that football season. She did every. This lady, Patty, did everything. I mean, she... So is Sharon trophies. your new work wife? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going Debbie. there, but I heard that term. I was like, huh, I'm not accepting that term. I only have one wife, and it's my wife, Debbie. Aw, shout right. out to Debbie. So uh, before we get rolling, I wanted to give our friends at Mound West Tonka Southwest, Southwest Christian. Christian a shout out on the show. We got a really nice uh, Christmas card from them, uh, or I would assume this is a Christmas card because um, they're kind of in that snow thing. I don't see any. That's a Christmas. We'll call it a Christmas card. Um, and a really nice thank you for our Friday night ice Friday night ice efforts and a good time. We got a personalized note from each of the players on Mount West Tonka. Thank you, girls. Thank you, coaching staff at Mount West Tonka, Mount West Tonka Southwest Christian for sending that over. It meant a lot to Peter and I and our whole staff. It did. That was a really nice touch. And uh, as I was reading through the notes from each player, they didn't just sign their names either. They all had Whoa. a little extra something. Uh, I'm shocked that a Larry Olam team has so oh much uh, class and respect and dignity, first class yeah. organization over there. So shout out to their entire staff or and team for putting that together. We yeah. appreciate it. it was, we had a blast doing your game, and hopefully, we see you guys down the road. Oh, I. Th you know what? I think we will. I think they're going to hover in the top ten uh, for the rest of the season. But I do too. We'll get to that in a moment. For right now, let's roll through some headlines. And Tony, you texted me at five twenty-eight in the morning. I did uh, a couple of days ago. So don't ever do that again. <laughs> uh, to remind me of something that we had already discussed, and it was the University of Delaware adding women's hockey at the Division One level for the twenty-five twenty-six season. First of all, round of applause for Delaware. Hell of a job adding women's hockey as a Division 
one sport, although I do think that there are several layers of context to add to this decision. Not not from an administrative standpoint, because I don't know any of that stuff. I don't work for the University of Delaware. But I think it bears discussing how many is too many, to be totally honest. Wow. I I don't think there's – I think there's too many. I I, I think we're – I, I, we could use some more. Okay. To clarify, I don't mean how many is too many as a literal statement, as I'm using it as kind of a metaphorical context, because you see some of these teams with newer Division One programs going up against the more established programs and getting annihilated. Annihilated is a word for it. So hopefully people can grow with the growing pains that Delaware will surely face as they enter into this new stage. I have a story for you. Um, Hit me. I was at the Frozen Four in Boston, men's Frozen Four in Boston, and two years ago, and I ran into my good friend Mike Snee, uh, who works for College Hockey Inc., whose job is to promote more college hockey in the United States through a grant via the National Hockey League. And he said, we were chatting, he goes, yeah, and he was checking his phone, he goes, yeah, I got this woman I'm assuming it was an athletic director or someone in the athletics department or administration from the University of Delaware. They want to add a Division One program. I go, can I meet her? He goes, not yet. But when the time <laughs> is right, I will definitely have you meet her because if this happens, there's going to be plenty of Minnesota kids finding their way to Delaware, USA. So I, I remember hearing that, and I thought it was super cool that that was a, even a thing uh, a year and a half ago. So. Yeah, I I think it's kind of a strange place for a Division One hockey program, but I you know what I had never heard of Franklin Pierce before they had a Division One program. I'd Correct. never heard of Assumption College before they had a Division One program. So, and I think oh. that's part of the strategy for some of these schools is to put their name on the map for other students, new a broader range of students to attend their school. Yeah, I still think Delaware is kind of a strange place for a. For Have a you ever been to Delaware team, before? To Delaware? Oh yeah. I, so I love to vacation in Delaware. No, I've never been to Delaware. Why would I go to Delaware? Uh, I've been there. It's nice. You ever think about that uh, Wayne's World skit? No. Where they're walking, they're like, I'm in New York. I've got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show. Hey, now we're in Texas. Howdy, partner. <laughs> Where's oh, this going? We're in Delaware. <laughs> just just look at it. Look, okay. it up. look it up later. I can't wait to look it up. But uh, go Blue Hens. All right, so we are on more headlines. Uh, before we finish the headlines, this headline segment is brought to you by the Red and Black Leagues. Woo! Red and Black Leagues run by South St. Paul head coach Dave Palmquist. And I think he does a really nice job on the girls' side of merging together girls, clumps of girls, teams of girls, making a great league in the spring and the fall for them to play a uh, competitive brand of hockey and fun and a good place to meet each other, meet new people and uh, grow your game as well as work on your other sports and athleticism. That was nice. Check it out. Redandblackleagues.com. That was a nice read. Uh, Grand Rapids Greenways, Mercury Bischoff has officially passed Caitlin Hogan and Chelsea Jones for 47th all time in Minnesota girls, high school hockey scoring. Now Bischoff Mercury, is uh, actually, uh, DM'd me and said she'd prefer to be referred as Minnesota State Commit Mercury Bischoff from now on. Well, you're not going to let me get to that? Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. 
What I was going to say is Mercury is a junior, so she's still got the rest of this season and all of next season to build on her current point total. She had 73 points last season and is, I believe, on pace to surpass that number this year. And yes, she is committed to Minnesota State. Awesome. Congratulations, Merck. All right. I like playing this mystery game with you. All right. I like looking at numbers and I want to figure out a creative way to work some stats and some teams we might not talk about. Let's hear it. Headlines. I like so, I saw this on the sheet. This is interesting. If if we had any theme music for a game show, we would play it right now. All right. Six players have more than 20 penalty minutes so far this season. Two of them play for the same team and have more than 12 points. Can you name those two players? Uh, Metro or Outstate? Outstate. Um, mm, I can't think of any extremely physical players who also put the puck in the net. So what you're saying is you do not pay attention to the statistics. No, I don't. I'm sorry, Peter. I will do better next time at paying attention to statistics. Okay. Can I, get, can I get a uh, yeah? I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a hint. Actually, oh, yeah, I'm going to name a, a player associated or a player or coach associated with that program from the boys' side because I Ooh. can't think of anyone historically from the okay. girls' side. All right, uh, Roy Nystrom. Ooh. So would it be Psychosh? That's one of them. Are there two on Albert Lee? There are two. They're both from Albert Lee. Ooh. Uh, so I got one. Um, and, and I know she's got a bunch of points. Is it? Um, I can't think. I can see her. She came to our camp. Her dad used to be the coach, and I can't think of her name. It's Morgan Goskis. Yes. Is she so in ninth grade now? She is in ninth grade. I'm going to double check that real quick. I'm looking at the, uh, yep, she is a freshman this year. Uh, as for psychos, she's got 13 points and 30 penalty minutes. Imagine how many points she could have if she didn't lead the state in penalty minutes. And Morgan <laughs> Koskison yeah. has 23. And hilariously enough, Albert Lee has three players in the top five of penalty minutes. Olivia Ellsworth has 24, but she does not meet the 12-point threshold. That's going to be a great section. That section that final is down in Oatana is going to be lit. Do you want to take me two good team, really good teams in that? Do you want to take a whack at naming the three other players that have twenty or more penalty minutes this season? Um, are are they Metro or are they Outstate? Metro, Metro. See, I I think well, of, one is Outstate, two are Metro. I think of uh, a very physical player who seems to be penalized a lot, maybe sometimes un. Uh, fairly yes yeah, is uh, not an indictment of the player but yeah. they're familiar names from a- last Addie year. finn there's one uh, i got one yep she's back in the penalty box she's got 20 all right uh and then there there are two players you might not think would be near the top of this list but they're two excellent players division one caliber are they division one commits or caliber uh one is a division one commit i'll double check on the other one because i saw lauren goldsworthy get some penalties in my Minnetonka Maple Grove game, so that might fit the bill. Um, Try to think of another one. Um, I'm out of guesses. They are both Division One commits. Okay, uh, Carly Humphrey. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, yeah, very physical player. Your favorite, Peyton Remick. Wow, my favorite. Yeah, I don't think she would say that. <laughs> That's where the joke comes from. All right. Okay, good. So those are the six players with 20 or more. That would have been a really good one.
to to name all six. Uh, no, I, I I wish I would have thought of Peyton because I would have definitely put, clipped her for sure. Yeah, and I know we talked last year about her surprising number of penalty minutes. We did. Dang it, we did. We talked about Addie for sure. All right, Anthony. All right. The election season has Super Tuesday. The hockey season this year has Upset Tuesday. It was crazy. It was a big Absolutely night crazy. last night. Yes. And unfortunately, I had to follow along on the girls' hockey hub and various Twitter feeds while watching college basketball. Why so, were you watching college basketball? Because I was in charge of four dogs last night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, n- Sounds like a blast. N- not fun. I had to be made aware of the Crookston World game. Uh, from another employee. So Crookston, two to nothing. Thank you, the, Carter. The unranked Pirates over the number two ranked World Warriors. Campbell Friggy, 33 save shutout. Taylor Field and Brinley Coleman, one goal apiece for the Pirates. Is this where I do my touchdown dance, or can I wait until after all the scores? Feel free to do your touchdown dance. Feel, feel free. Feel free. Go ahead. If I did do a it, touchdown are dance. Are you going to do it? No. You're wearing your I, hounds, I, too. I, I, would, I would, because I made a reference an alliteration at some point in the last 12 months that Crookston would be a tough out next year, including this year in 8A. And a few, not just a, not just one, a few of my friends in Warroad basically laughed in my face at that concept. And today is the day of reckoning, Warroad friends. This is the day of reckoning. You, it's your fault. That's all I'm going to say. It's it's your fault for laughing in my face. It's because you laughed in my face. The puck wouldn't go in last night. Well, I think it was because of Campbell Friggy. It could be that. Could be too. That's part of the reason I thought they would be competitive. (laughs) And at some point, it was in the spring or the summer. You and I talked about. I said Crookston's going to be tough. I don't disagree with you. I do think that it'll be a different, uh, different type of game the next time these two teams meet. I do too. Warroad outshot Crookston thirty-three to fourteen in this game. Both goals for Crookston coming in the third period. What an exciting game! It was. It was an exciting game. You know what? If Crookston wasn't five billion hours away, I might have taken in that game. That would have been a good one. Unfortunately. Uh, Benil St. Margaret's five to two over Edina. This is a big win for Benil, not necessarily in terms of rankings because Benil was five, Edina was four, but in terms of section placement and in the meta sense, it's, a win over Edina is a huge mental block for some teams to get over. The Red Knights able to do so during the regular season. There were so many big scores in girls hockey last night, but this one really has a lasting effect, I think, because. They have been kind of six through ten for the, for the last five years, and to beat Edina with I mean Edina is a loaded team. They have a Division One goalie. They have Division One skaters up and down that roster. And not, I'm not saying Benilde doesn't. Benilde has plenty of Division One players and futures uh, on their roster. So it's a, I think it's an even game. Rankings showed it four and five, but for them to go into their house. And win the game five to two. Hats off to the Red Knights. Hats off to their coaching staff. Um, it's huge, absolutely huge. And the the mighty have fallen. Uh, we're going to get to another one here next. I'm saving that one for last. Uh, Ellie Stewart two goals. Bailey Gray, Ella Pasqua, and Addie Morris one goal apiece for the Red Knights. Um, as I said before, you and I were unable to get to a game last night, so I checked in with a couple of our favorites, Robin Cook and Brad Soderberg, to get were their there. take on the game. Love um, to hear this. Two guys that have been around hockey for 
forever. 15 years, they know what they're watching. And the general consensus was um, closer than the score indicated. But Edina just couldn't get to the Benilde net. And uh, Robin, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, uh, plenty of Hornets squeezing their sticks a little too tight in the moment. Yeah. Which you could see during... In, against Hill Murray too, there were some chances that normally go in for the Hornets, and they were hitting pipes or missing the net. Or, but I'm sure the Hornets will be just fine when it I comes to postseason play. I do too. Big win for the Red Knights. They're growing up right before our eyes. This one you're going to read is is probably more surprising than the the last one you're going to read. Delano. That's the first. That's that's the first one you're going to read. Yeah, I'm saving. I'm yep. saving your victory lap for last. All right. Yep. Delano Rockford over Simley. The Spartans take their second loss against an unranked team this season. Delano Rockford, I'm sure, will find themselves in the rankings next week. A 4-2 win for the Tigers. Two goals from Mackenzie Perry, Emma Treptow, I hope I'm saying that correctly, and Meredith Dewis. I hope I'm saying that one correctly, too. One goal apiece. jacked about that win. Yeah. So excited for that win because – that puts Delano right into the equation in that section too. They're right they have, there, and everybody knows it. She, they have the best goalie in the section, maybe the best goalie in the state, uh, which definitely come playoff time makes everybody just a little bit nervous, hey, especially I'll, if you're going to be shooting pucks into the pre- chest protector. I'll take you know a hot goalie over virtually anything else when it comes to playoff time. I agree. That's a uh, big win for them and. Like you said, they should be ranked now. Yeah, Kayla Simonson's numbers right now, a 5-3 and three record, a 2.67 goals against – how is it 2.67? I don't know. Some of these numbers don't make sense. Anyway, her, her numbers look very good. I do believe I remarked to Kayla before the show started, this is an incomplete score sheet. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, right. do you want to stand up? Do you, you want to do this? No, I – You want to do this? I, I'm just saying we – uh, seeing this next score, Centennial three and over three is Look at that the most. Uh, that is the that most smirk. surprising score of the high school season. Is it though? It is though. Is it, it is. Though? I'm sorry. It is though. Uh, to me, Andover is head and shoulders the best team in the state. They have the most talent. What? <laughs> they have everything. That team, not even the top ranked team. I know. They're they're not performing. Oh my gosh! I think you're reading old tapes. You're listening to old tapes here. You're you're you you're thinking of twelve U's and fifteen U's. This team not is not performing. It's not performing. There's a core of kids on this team who just are not performing. And I and 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 I have gotten from my Andover contacts a list this long of why they're not as good as they were when they were twelve and fifteen. And I, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. I think that these there is way too much talent on this Andover team to be tying Centennial, losing games, tying Moorhead. This is this just I'm disappointed in Andover right now. I think they should be performing at a much higher level. It's a little early in the season to be disappointed in literally. It's not anybody. that early. We're like seventy eight games. December we're, a third, we're a third of the way through the season. December sixth. We're December almost 6th. halfway home. I'm, when when is it going to turn? And over? Wait 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 till Christmas. The Huskies out shooting the Cougars forty one to fifteen in this game. The Cougars had three shots in the first period, four in the second, 
five in the third. So at least it got better period to period. And then three in overtime. The one thing that does concern me about Andover, unable to score with a power play in overtime with one of Centennial Spring Lake Park's best players, Grace Lager, uh, sitting in the penalty box. That part, not great. I'm just saying that the res- are you saying the results from Andover are are what you expected? I'm saying I prefer it's a yes or no question. All it's I a yes want, or no all, question. All I want to do are is there celebrate results, the holiday with my are family. Are the results this, what you expected? I do not want to be found in the trunk of a pickup truck <laughs> on the outskirts of Anoka County. I just don't. Hey, you're not. They're not. Yes, I am surprised at the results. Thank I'm you. Li- I'm done. I'm done. We can move on to the rest of the part of the show. I'm just saying. Really, you don't want me results. to. You don't want me to tell you that Kate, Caitlin Gross had 38 saves in that I, game. Oh, two goals from Noel Hammer. I think it's fantastic. There you go. I think it's fantastic. Congratulations to Centennial. They are currently tied with. Uh, no, they're all this that North Saint Northwest Suburban, aren't they? Maple Grove yep. and Champlain Park Rapids and. Centennial, so that's going to be a good little conference race. I'm excited to see that. So am I. Finally, I Northwest Suburban is up for grabs. Um, some interesting storylines in that game as well, considering who the head coach of Centennial yeah, Spring Lake Park absolutely. is and who the standouts for Andover. Yeah, are absolutely. So, we, we know who's coached these kids. We know that he knows these kids, and so maybe Sean Moline just had a really good strategy. I don't know. I just. I, I don't I don't I think this is an Andover thing, not a Centennial thing. All right, that's fair. That's all, and and I love Andover, and I have lots and lots of, maybe not after this show, but until this show, I had lots and lots of friends from Andover, and I th- I think they can perform better. That's all. Nobody's going to be buying you a Subway sub from the <laughs> Andover Community Center. I know, I know. I've I've gotten my last free Andover, uh, Subway sub. All righty, let's move on to rankings. And right now in our notes, it says rankings, LOL, because they're going to be destroyed so were these after this Monday's week. rankings? These are Monday's rankings. So they're just because early, earlier, earlier in the season, when we weren't publishing staff rankings, I was able to unveil rankings on Wednesdays, which I actually yeah. really liked because it's after the Tuesday games. I agree. But these are Monday's rankings. And they are also brought to you by Summit orthopedic i almost said summit orthodontist but well, that would be summit, bad summit orthopedic tony you're breaking down a little bit your shoulders and your knees and your hips and your ankles they're, no, they're all not. starting to revolt against no, you they're not I, uh, I couldn't be in better shape and if you were falling apart where would you go if i had an acute injury i would go to summit orthopedics and i did this shoulder right here uh had a cartilage tear in 2019 and right after covid May of 2020, it was repaired by Dr. Scott Pepin, and I was so impressed by them and knew several of the doctors uh, through hockey that uh, I made a pitch, and here we are two years later uh, with Summit as a sponsor of ours, and it's it's fun to work side-by-side with their team, uh, their team of doctors, their team of marketing people, uh, to learn a lot about these people. And one of the things that we came up with, we, meaning YHH, and Summit is the Summit Service Award, which is not just an everyday award where you get a jersey and a, and, a, and a plaque, which they will get, but they'll also get the opportunity as one of these service award winners, uh, both boys and girls, high school player, they'll also get the opportunity to go to Honduras with their team of surgeons to go and learn about how a medical team services a third world country. So fantastic opportunity for them. 
a link will be going on our website soon to talk about what that what entails to submit your application as someone who's done a lot of community service and service to their high school and community. Wow. There you go. Thank you, Summit Orthopedic. Summit Orthopedic. All righty. Our rankings from Monday. Class 2A, Minnetonka, Hill Murray, Andover. I don't know if Andover is going to change. I don't think they will. Benilde, Maple Grove, Moorhead, Stillwater, Northfield, and Lakeville North. I believe the change would be Benilde and Edina swapping places. They would swap. If I wanted wanted to be really aggressive, I might push Benilde to three. And I think that Northfield should go up as well. I believe they're going to move up. I would think they would go up as well. Is there anyone else in double A that deserves a spot in the top 10? I mean, I know that you had Champlain Park Coon Rapids there, but they fell to Maple Grove. Yep. That number 10 Warroad, is. So they would fall off. <laughs> here's the, uh, here's the, some other candidates for 10. Here's the, here's some inside baseball on rankings. I may have boxed myself into a corner here at number 10 because you do every, as a ranker, does, you get boxed a lot. It does not appear that Lakeville North is going to lose to anybody ranked below them for the rest of the season. So they, so they might there. be locked in. At 10, unless I want to get real spicy, uh, Eden Prairie, I think, is kind of hovering outside that top which 10. Which is great like to they see. they have been all season, which is really nice. I talked them up a lot during the preseason. Thank you, Thank you for not making me look like a total moron. Um, outside of a couple of other teams, Centennial Spring Lake Park, they are making a case for number 10 right now, the tie with Andover. I mean, how do you weigh that brings a, them in? How do you weigh a tie with Andover versus that, that brings North, them into the conversation? Undefeated, and their only loss, I believe, Centennial's only loss is to Maple Grove one zero in OT, maybe. Yes, so I want to say yes. Yeah. Uh, Apple Valley and Farmington are kind of hovering around that top fifteen. Yeah, I saw another. Range. Someone sent me some another rankings today. Um, and saw Farmington was ten in someone's rankings. So there is a team in the suburban east that has a nice record right now, but I just don't feel comfortable adding them based on strength of schedule. It's Woodbury. Not ready for them yet. Yep. We we remember we bought a lot of Woodbury stock last year. Yeah. Or I did. You you didn't buy as much as I did, but I bought a lot of that. I started to buy into the stock, and then I watched them play against Stillwater, and I was kind of like, oh, no. Maybe not. Uh, but the Royals have won five straight, but their wins have come against Blaine, White Bear Lake, Moundsview, Irondale, Park Cottage Grove, and Roseville Matamidi, none of which are in the top 10. And the right. loss is against Creighton, who is also not in the top 10. So Woodbury still hovering probably on the fringe. If I rank 20 teams, they might sneak in at number 20. Right. Class A, number one, Orono. Could that go down after they lost to Northfield? I don't honestly can't tell you right now it depends on how the rest of the games of the week shake out because if orno loses to northfield who's a top 10 state tournament caliber class 2a team they lose by one goal and then they go out and absolutely pump whoever they play next i i would consider keeping them at number one i would too considering world and holy angels have suffered defeats. Yep. Warroad at number two, Holy Angels number three, Proctor Hermantown number four, Duluth Marshall number five, Dodge County number six, River Lakes number seven, Breck at number eight. That'll change. Yes. Simley at number nine. That will change. And Mound West Tonka at 10. ten. I think Mount West Tonka goes up a little bit, and I think you're going to have to add Delano. Yes. I believe Mount West Tonka will sneak and up. Poor I think Breck Delano's lost a northern tier. Yep. Holy smokes. Yeah. 
And how did River Lakes do against Brainerd last night? I think they I think they lost like four one. I thought that was a notable game. I'm not sure we listed it as a notable game, but I'm like, oh, keep an eye on that. If River Lakes can beat a Brainerd, Brainerd Little Falls beat River Lakes two to nothing. Two to nothing. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, um, one was an empty net goal. Yeah, that, that that keeps him in the top ten. Double. But they outshot River Lakes thirty to eight. Really? Yeah. And I know some people don't consider shots on goal to be an accurate metric of how the two teams played. When what I'm going off is the score sheet. And the disparity is thirty to eight. Yeah, there's some hint there of how the well, game and they have a D one goalie, went. so I'm not surprised. Correct. Already games of the past. Should we roll through Let's some of these through. games that were not Who's a part? The sponsor of games of the past. It's Gemini Athletic. There's a lot of Gemini on our wall behind there's us, a lot isn't there? Of Gemini on our wall, there's and you know what? Good ones too. I can't help but notice that the Gemini athletic jerseys are just better constructed than the other jerseys. In it, well, room? they're they're constructed, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of jerseys, I got a sneak peek of Warroads. Are they Hockey still the day. Warriors? Oh, yeah, there's this jersey is a lot of warrior in it. Let's put right. it that way, but not really uh, graphically. There's not a visual picture of a Native American on the. Are they jersey. red, white, and blue like the youth teams? No, they're not. They're just. I'll show you a picture of it when we get done. Okay, it's fantastic. I was like gushing. Chris Bonvino from Gemini sent it to me. He goes, take a look at this. And it's just really cool. Um, there will be a lot. Of, what I like about it is how they chose to write Warroad Warriors on the front of the jersey is fantastic and kind of a statement to the state legislator a little bit. And it's kind of a statement to the high school league about them having to change their logo. So, But not, not a really rude statement, just kind of a statement. I thought okay. it was super cool. Really Do well done. A lot of stripes. It's a good-looking jersey. Okay. Do we know where they're at with that legislation? I know it's not the grammatically correct way to know, ask. But. I don't really know where they are at with that legislation. Okay. But as I, far as I'm told, uh, September of 2025, they will have to have gotten rid of the logo. So the in this Hockey Day jersey does not have the Native American, traditional world Native American logo. That, I'm just going to get political here for a second, that when – donned on a world jersey or t-shirt or sold the profits go directly to the indian studies program in the world school district interesting did you know that i did it's because i really spent, sad it's really I sad spent a lot of time over the spring trying to get answers from both sides on that and um yeah, kind of lost track of that. I think the legislation just got lost in the shuffle. And quite honestly, I went to that session and that does not surprise me that it got lost in the shuffle because my goodness, do those people love paperwork? <laughs> I know. Oh my know. Lord. It's like the Great. DMV on inefficient steroids. So, okay. Thank so, you to Gemini for their sponsorship. I don't know how we <laughs> fell off of that really quick, but, uh, I didn't think you were we going to button Gemini in there. Yeah. But uh, it's cool jersey. I've seen the mock-ups to the um, boys jersey as well, but uh, have not seen it a photo of it. The actual sewn jersey, like I saw yesterday, it's fantastic. Okay, some notable scores that may not have been a part of upset 
Tuesday, Holy Angels over Mound West Tonka by a score of 5-2, to two, a battle of top 10 Class A teams. No surprise there. That was on November 30th. Uh, Hill Murray over Edina. I went to that game, got an eyeful of Grace Jean doing Grace Jean things in the Pioneers' win over the Hornets. Uh, December 1st, Warroad over Champlain Park, Coon Rapids by a final score of 4-3. to three. The Bluebirds head on up to Warroad, uh, take a 3-0 lead, and then watch the Warriors score four straight times in this one. Tony, any thought on that? Uh, it was funny uh, that in the same night that the boys program uh, had a massive comeback, uh, almost simultaneously the girls program was doing the same thing to Champlain Park Coon Rapids. And it's good to see that Worlds got finishing them. Uh, they didn't have it last night, but they proved that they could finish against good teams. And they're going to need to do that, obviously, in section play as well as the state tournament to go for three. Certainly. Orono over Holy Angels. Uh, Spartans outshoot the Stars 40-18. to In a 4-1 to victory, Holy Angels actually went up 1-0 to in this one and then four consecutive goals from the Spartans. Someone from Orono texted me the score on Saturday night, and all I responded back was expected. Because I yeah. I know in Pickums I picked them. I pick I pick Orono every time in Pickums. I thought after Friday night ice, I went, if there's a better A team in the state, I just haven't seen it yet. And I'm not surprised that they were a couple goals better than Holy Angels. Just because of the speed. Yep, that speed it, is just going to wash people out. It reaffirms Orono as I believe the Class A's st- top team. Maple Grove five to three over Champlain Park Coon Rapids. We just talked about the Northwest Suburban Conference race. These are two teams who will be near the top of that conference uh, at the end. Five yep. three win. I saw Maple Grove last week. I think they're young. I think they just kind of make some young mistakes that I think by section play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that section is going to be really really fun. I mean, that's a really competitive section final. Oh, yeah. I love going to that one. It's at yeah. Roseville. Yes. A packed barn every time. Yeah, it's so special. I enjoy that one. Are there any games uh, not listed? Did you, you list the Northern Tier Breck game? Did you read that I one? I did. Off? No, I missed it. It's, oh, it's, it's in here Lord. on the list. Northern Tier. That one really caught my eye. Breck. Have you ever been to the rink in East Bethel? I have been there. It has high boards. Yes, it does. It has high boards. That's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, wait, why are the boards 6 to 12 inches higher than normal boards? Yeah. 30 saves from Abby Thurmer. If I could fix my contact lens here. Abby Thurmer, 30 saves for Northern Tier. Three separate, nope, two separate goal scorers for Northern Tier. Molly Larson at two goals. And Ariel Carlston with a goal for Northern Tier. A bit of a... Violent, I suppose, would be the way to describe the third period. Roughing, body checking, body checking, roughing, roughing. So maybe some uh, frustrations. They were putting the boards there. to work. Yeah, apparently. Those boards are about 12 inches thick. I don't know what they built those out of. Yeah. Um, what do we got left? Is that it for all of our games of the past? That's what I had for games of the past. We covered a lot of them when we went over them in Upset Tuesday, yeah. which I felt that deserved its own absolute, segment. Because its own billing. Last night was bananas it was bananas um i thought of a very funny joke by the way oh let's hear it yeah um so there's a monastery down the block from hillmary okay and hillmary's undefeated and did you know that those nuns have changed their denomination really they are no longer benedictines what are they 
Benedict wins. Oh, uh, you aren't even a father yet, and you're dropping dad jokes on me. You know what's funny? My mom goes to that monastery sometimes because they let people stay for like 50 bucks a night. And she likes to go and... She have like a little silent retreat or something? Yep. She takes it one day. Sometimes she'll take my sister, Annie, and they'll go and they'll eat cookies and hang out with the nuns and pray and go to mass and whatnot. My mom loves the Benedict twins. Have you ever done a silent retreat? Yeah, we actually did one. I bet um, you had to. When I was in eighth grade. Did you go out to Stillwater? No, we went to camp hoppy in eighth grade. Okay. And then as seniors in that, high school, I think that we went to camp like River Falls. I, honestly, I don't know where it is. Yeah. But there's a portion of the retreat. It's one of the perks of going to Catholic school is sometimes you go on weird field trips. Uh, a portion of the retreat is done in silence where everybody has to go off by themselves and you like you read a letter from your parents and you sit in silence and meditation and you just kind of think about what you love want your senior year to look like. I get invited to go on a silent retreat with these two guys every year. I'm like, I can't. I, it's literally the weekend of the like the Pee Wee Challenge. I'm like, eh, I got work. I wouldn't I mind if it. you were silent during the Pee Wee <laughs> Challenge. That'd be fun. <laughs> I think a lot of the YJH staff would like me on a silent retreat. Should we try that this coming weekend? Lumberjack up? No, no. Why not? No. This is a this Friday is a really hard day for the YHH staff. There's just a lot of games in a short amount of time. There's a lot going on. Yeah. All righty, let's move on to games of the future. And guess what, Tony? They're brought to you by Res Tech Systems, your expert for home lighting and sound ambiance. A little birdie told me that you've made a deal with them, and you're getting a brand new home theater in your house. Uh, little birdie is incredibly wrong. <laughs> Unfortunately, right now this I'm doing right, been now, right a lot. Right now I'm just hoping for a new toilet pipe. All right, all home right. renovations. But if you stink. were, this is a perfect time for you though. You're 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 gutting that house. You're making it look pretty. It's true. If you're in that mode, the same mode that Peter's in, um, let's have it. Right. Let's put in a home theater. You know, a new TV, some sound. You know, like. You could have like a little remote control where you could like turn things on throughout the house. I think I think they can do all that stuff, can't they? Residential Technology Systems is a full service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota, including Minneapolis, St. Paul, Plymouth, and the Metro Twin Cities region. They are your technology experts. All right, so it, how would I get in touch with them if I wanted to redo my home theater system you would go to restechsystems.com that's okay. restechsystems.com r-e-s-t-e-c-h-s-y-s-t-e-m-s.com i'd spell it again but i hope you yeah, got I think it you used the entire time. alphabet on that I, one there. i think i did too but <laughs> uh, a really good group of people they know what they're doing they're going to make it as painless as possible according to the website the goal behind all our projects is to create tailored technology solutions that facilitate and elevate your day-to-day lifestyle boy howdy who couldn't use an elevated day-to-day lifestyle i am giving you i don't know if it's in the package or not but we should be put some tweets out with some of their some of their work and some of the stuff they've done i i would love that they've done uh let's do it they've done some locker room redesigns yes would love to get some let's get some pictures of that pictures that of there. those Kayla Joe Franz. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We send we Kayla get more aggressive about our emails, considering how many people just haven't gotten back to us about touring locker rooms. Love it. Love hint, it. Titty, hint, hint. Does somebody need it? Did, did you get a hold of 
Bill Wechner yet over a Hill Marie? He's no, like, because he's as, so excited. As soon as I said it was going to be Hill Marie, you said I'll talk to Lechner, and I said okay, and then it just did died. he go dark on you? He never got in touch with zero me. dark Lechner. You never gave me his contact oh, information because okay, right, you wanted him all for yourself. No, no, I didn't mean it that way. He just wanted the season to start. So we had all this stuff in there because it was empty at the time when you guys were jumping into locker rooms. We did so. an episode of an empty locker room, and I thought it went quite well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have one That was a really room. enthusiastic- mm-hmm. She's got food in her mouth. That's why she's- mm-hmm. Are you eating? Yeah, she's eating. She's are making me jealous? hungry. Yeah, yeah I, we're I'm hungry. Starving. Well, sorry. I'm also starving to get into these games of Let's the do it. future. First of all, Kayla Jo Franz, can you give us a rundown? Of our pick'em results uh-huh. from last week, you this where I do my touchdown dance again? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Peter doesn't fare try too well in these. Try honestly, this, this one was way closer. You're only one point away. Mm. So Edina versus Hillary. Peter won. Yeah, yes, he Benedict did. Wins. Yeah. Uh, Mound West Tonka Southwest Christian versus Holy Angels. Uh, Tony won. Five to two Holy Angels. Oh, did I pick Mount West Tonka? You did. Why did I do that? You I, picked I think you have a thing for Mount West Tonka because you I pick them every too. time. Well, they sent us a cool card. Yeah. You pick them every time. Um, <laughs> Maybe I should change that. Okay, yeah. so uh, Mount West Tonka do better because Peter keeps losing. <laughs> uh, uh, Champlain Park, Coon Rapids versus War Road. You both pick War Road. Um, oh, good for us. Orno versus Holy Angels. You both picked Orno, and they won. Uh, Benil St. Margaret versus Edina. You both picked Edina. Oh, no. lost. All right, one more? Uh, Two more. Champlain Park, Coon Rapids versus Maple Grove. Tony picked Maple Grove. And then Hill Marie so versus head, head Still War- Stillwater. You Still both picked, picked Hill Marie. Still Stillwater. <laughs> You both picked Hill Murray. So it was four to five. Tony won with five. Yes. All right. Tony yes. is now at 16 and Peter's at nine. So blowout. Um, Start doing better. It's early. All right. Yeah. It's early. Right. Thank you for bringing up that Hill Murray Stillwater game. That was a top 10 game that, quite honestly, I didn't bring up because it went about as expected. A 4 nothing win for Hill Murray. Regan Berglund, JC Chatlin, Josie Skugman, and Emily Pohl. The goal scorers for the Pioneers. J.C. Chatlin with a goal and two assists led all skaters with three points. Talk about a game with a bunch of penalties. I hadn't looked at this box score until just now. Holy Hannah. Wild game on the East Metro. Yes. All righty. Games of the future. Warroad at Mountain West Tonka Southwest Christian. Do the bus legs affect the Warriors? This is also a notable game because it's two childhood besties going head to head. Yes. And I will take uh, the uh, elder statesman, uh, Izzy Marvin, in this one. Izzy's older than Larry. Eh, maybe they're the same grade. I, I feel know. like they're probably they're probably born like a day apart. Probably. In neighboring hospital rooms. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're going to take Warroad in this one? Yeah. I would also take Warroad in wait, this one. Wait, wait. You can't do that. You can't leave them now. Sure I can. Okay. <laughs> sure I can. What are you talking about? All right. Uh, Andover at Proctor Hermantown. Same deal. Do the bus legs affect the Huskies? If Proctor Hermantown pulled off the win in this one, would we just crown them state champions? Proctor Hermantown? Yeah. Yeah, if, if you they, beat if Andover. If you beat Andover, we just, Andover, we just, just call Proctor Hermantown state champions. I'll bring the Eveleth trophy over to... Over to <laughs> he can hang on to it for the rest of the year. St. Luke's Arena, right? Um, I'm 
picking Andover to this one. Because yeah, I believe in you, Andover. I believe in you. I might criticize you, but it, it's just tough love. Bring That's back it. the subway to the Andover Community Bring Center. Bring it back. We make want it, it. Make it a hashtag. Uh <laughs> December 9th, Hill Murray at Minnetonka. I didn't want to bring this up until right now, but I might try you gotta to go. sneak over. Dude, no, no, no. You got to go. Okay, you thank God go. you agree with you me. You have to go. Because I was looking at Saturday's, the Lumberjack. Saturday's only four sheets okay. at there. It's, we're Friday between 7 and 3, no YHH employee is safe. Or their cousins. Literally like, They're none. all in play. Ten sheets of hockey from 7 in the morning until two in the afternoon yep. so we are stacked yeah after that i think it kind of just becomes a normal tournament we'll have to make our best effort to get over to you number know you're I mean, struggling when tony asked me to work yeah. the penalty box when i asked kayla <laughs> I bet to work you the penalty great. box i bet you do great you know we're in trouble we're in big trouble and then she did she goes but yeah i'll do whatever side, i'll be there side note i looked at the rate we're paying per game can i quit my current job That's what everybody work says, in the penalty no, box the penalty box workers get a king's ransom on that day. Jeez. That and the that one and the Scortaculars are very high paying mornings of work. Well, especially weekdays. Okay. Hilmary and Minnetonka. Well, I'm a Tonka lover, so I'm going Tonka. Well, I'm gonna pick Jesus. You, you've, had, so, you've had a lot of love with a lot of luck with Jesus. You know me, Patre, Ophelia, Spiritu Santi, give me the pioneers over the skippers. All right. Warroad at Delano Rockford. This could be a good one. Yeah. I hate to use teams twice in our games but of it's the good. future. But, hey, when Warroad schedules what they schedule, you can't ignore this one. This looks like it's going to be uh, number two in Class A against number nine or ten in Class A. Yeah. I, th I think I'm going to go off the card here and pick Delano Rockford. I got a okay. seven-point lead. I'm going <laughs> to... Lay it down here. With house money. I'm playing with house money here. I'm going to go Delano Rockford. Already. I they have run into a hot goalie already this week. That's what I'm going to go with. That's fair. If you think Campbell Friggy is a good goaltender, hello, Kayla Simonson. They're going to see another hot goaltender that day. And maybe, and I have a theory on this, maybe Delano doesn't play on Friday night, right? So maybe they'll have they'll be fresh. And I saw this with, with Eastside Hockey last weekend. They played Matamidi on Friday, and they just kind of ran out of gas in the second half of their game against Cathedral. So I think that there's a chance here, a legitimate chance for Delano to, to beat World. Delano does not play on Friday. There you go. They play Thursday, and then they and, play and, and what, Saturday. Yeah, and, and Cathedral... Did not play Friday night, obviously, and I, they were just fresher at the end of that game. Do you want me to add insult to injury to your theory here? Sure. The game between Warroad and Delano is at noon, and Warroad plays at 7 p.m. <laughs> on Friday night. That's a quick turnaround. That's a very quick turnaround. That's around. a quick turnaround. Yeah. All righty. Eden Prairie at Maple Grove. Dude, you're this is a personal favorite of mine. You're fishing. You are fishing for an upset here. I'm terrible at fishing. You are. Yes. You have the wrong bait. I am not taking that one. I'm going Maple Grove. I'm using worms and I'm going Eden Prairie. I knew you would do that. Gosh. Give me it. That's why I picked Delano. I'm like, he's going to make a he's going to make a slip up at some point here. And you did no, and you picked you picked uh, World over Mount West Taka, right? Yep. And do we both pick Andover? We both picked Andover right. and Proctor. Right. Last but not least, this is a good game. December twelfth. This is a good game. 
uh, this Moorhead, is next Tuesday. Yeah. Morehead at Rozo. This is a section game. I'm not falling for it. You're not, not falling, falling for, for it? it. I'm just not falling for it. Okay, tell me why you're I'm, not falling for it. I'm going Moorhead. Um, just look, I mean, Rozo's, I've watched Rozo's scores. And again, Rozo would kind of be in the same category as Andover. Yeah. I don't think that they've performed as well as, if you look at their roster, their goaltending, everything, I'm expecting a much higher win percentage of them this by this point in the season. And Moorhead has actually exceeded my expectations, and I think it doesn't matter that it's a three-plus-hour drive up there. I think that Moorhead wins. Did you know Rozo's three and five? That's a low win percentage. I did not realize. Yeah, three and five. And with all that talent, I mean, think about all the really good players on that team. And the wins coming against East Grand Forks, Bemidji, and Thief River Falls, three teams that have not been ranked no. to this point. Uh, I'm also going to go. Who are their five losses to? Ooh, that's a fun You got game. that up there. Let's Benilde St. Margaret's. Top 10 double A. Three yep. to two. Yep. Holy Family, two to one. Not top 10, but close. Lakeville North, four to nothing. Top 10 locked in for the rest of the year, according to you. <laughs> Proctor Hermantown, four, three in overtime. Top 10 A team. Top, top three, eight, four, eight. Three. Three, whatever. And then Duluth Marshall, five to two. That's a bad loss. That's not a bad loss. It's a bad loss. Duluth Marshall's That's good. That's a bad loss. There's more talent on in Rozo than there is at Duluth Marshall. Are you sure about that? I am. Are you sure about that? No rip on Marshall. I just think that, I think Marshall's got a good shot of going to state. I think they do too. If you watch, I watched that section final last year. Marshall and Proctor Hermantown. It was electric. It was electric. I am also going to go Moorhead in this one. That's okay. all I got for you today. That's a good show. That's a really good show. It got a little hot in the hot tub. Stop. Uh, it's got a little hot in the hot tub. We, no one we understands the reference. Yeah, yeah. My uh, Generation X uh, compatriots. You're not Gen X. I'm Gen X. No, you're not. What am I, Baby Boom? Is that the one before it? Yeah. Yeah. Baby Boom is 1946 to 64. I was born in 1967. I am the heart of Generation how X. How often do you look I'm that up? I'm the heart up. of it. Right there. How, how often do you look up those date ranges to I prove that you're not a them. baby boomer? I just know them. Okay. I know what a baby boomer. I think you I just really a, don't want to be a boomer. I could spot a baby boomer from a mile away. It's only like oh, five you can. years I can. Off. They were like wingtip shoes and... Wingtip yeah, shoes? Yeah, they're like old-fashioned. Nobody, nobody wears wingtip shoes. They're old-fashioned. My father was born in 1949. He's a he's a boomer, and he wears. Does he wear wingtip shoes. No, I'm joking. Joggers. Joking. He does not wear joggers. He does wear joggers. He does not wear. He joggers. does. He says okay. they're more comfortable. We're gonna put a picture of Peter's parent, dad wearing joggers in the pod. That would be amazing. <laughs> if I asked him to stand still so I could take hey, a picture, he'd Eric, wear your joggers, me. please. Maybe he'll come hang out at the lumberjack hut for a little while. I he should. Alrighty, that should do it for Tony and Peter. We'll see you next week on Her Ice. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refreshing forget. Used to keep it cool.